This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and this is Messianic Vision. What an exciting program we have today. And yes, I know I say that a lot, but it is so, so true. We're talking about a subject that is very familiar, but an approach that I feel like is truly revelatory. Our guest is a leader in today's prophetic movement. She's a prophet, speaker, teacher, and author. She and her husband co-founded Generals International in 1985. And listen to this. She's also been recognized by Charisma Magazine as one of their 40 people who radically changed our world. Wow. Okay. I told you this was going to be exciting. So I am here with the one and only Cindy Jacobs. Cindy, welcome to Messianic Vision. <laughs> Thank you. It's a privilege. <laughs> I'm, I've been so excited about this because I've been studying this message for several weeks now. So I truly am um, just so excited for everyone else to hear this. And um, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy is the name of your newly uh, revised book. And where does that title come from? Well, you know, actually, Donna, I was writing this book. It was my first book, and I didn't know what to call it. And so I, I got to the very end, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you will call this book, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy. It's uh-huh. from Genesis twenty-two seventeen, And so I did. And then <laughs> it was interesting. My mentor, Peter Wagner, said, you can't choose the title. The publisher gets to do that. <laughs> But 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 God told me, you know, and uh, but it ended up to be possessing the gates of the enemy, and it teaches us how to do just that. And and that scripture, now that was a scripture, um, a, a promise that was originally to Abraham, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. It, yeah. It, in fact, this, it, when we met with a group of prophets, the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, many. That if I told you their names, you would recognize yes. them, um, including James Gall. Uh, but it says, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you, your descendants for the sake of the, of the heavens. And so what it's saying is, you know, whenever there's a double iteration in Scripture— Mm-hmm. I will bless, multiplying, mm-hmm. I will multiply, mm-hmm. and and descendants as the stars of the heaven, and your seed will possess the gates of the enemy. Well, when it says something like that, it's a strong statement, a double iteration. It means God wants to bless you doubly. Ah. In other words, he's saying, I really, really mean this. I am really going to give you authority over the gates of the enemy, and you're going to multiply. Satan is not going to take you down. You're not going to live a defeated life. You're yes. Gonna, your descendants will not be defeated. Wow. I mean, we all want this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Give us the uh, definition, your definition of an intercessor. An intercessor is one that comes before the throne of God to pray on behalf of others. 
you know, many times we pray for ourselves, and and you could say you intercede for yourself, Mm -hmm. for the throne of God, of course. However, an intercessor is one that takes the needs of others before the throne of God. Yes. Well, you know what? I I remember as a child, (laughs) my grandmother was a wonderful intercessor, but she, um, you know, I I remember seeing her sometimes in her room. She would be in her little rocking chair and she would be sitting over quietly in the corner and rocking back and forth and praying under her breath. And, you know, and I knew that she was praying. I knew that she was interceding, standing in the gap like you're talking about. But but we're talking about a little bit of a, a different approach here. I'm looking at the introduction of your book, and I read this line that says, Today's praying church is rising up in militant force to possess the promised land of our nations. Possessing the gates of the enemy is a training manual for God's prayer army. That, that is pretty exciting and powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, there's a lot of corporate intercession going on right now. And, uh, you know, a lot, sometimes it's not quiet. It's very aggressive, Mm -hmm. very militant. And, you know, God hears all kinds of prayers. Sure. And praying, you know, when we're quietly meditating. But this is a very aggressive form of prayer. And, And it literally possesses the gates of the enemy. I mean, those things that you've had, longstanding problems, and you've tried everything and you can't. Right. You break through. Well, this is a, a manual, and that's the subtitle, a manual for militant intercession that will get you on the right track to mm-hmm. have that breakthrough for your family that you have needed or, you know, your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think of the word offense and defense, and and uh, to me, this is a manual for off, uh, the offense. We are on the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I was reading... Um, on awakenings and revival. And I I read a quote about uh, an Irish pastor who wrote before the great uh, revival that happened in Belfast and and that four young men were praying for revival in Mm -hmm. Ireland, met every day praying. And uh, what the pastor said that our prayers had been mainly a toy that Satan plays with, you know, uh, you know, and on a daily basis rather than something that really changes history. And I, I think there is a difference from that, where we pray with faith, we pray with strength. You know, faith is an exercise. It's like a muscle. It needs to be exercised. And it's the same in intercessory prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. You you told a story um, about Gordon Lindsay and his, his style and, and what he said about praying and about interceding. Share that with us. Yes, well, uh, to give a little background to that, uh, Gordon and Frida Lindsay started the great Bible school, Christ for the Nations, in Dallas, Texas, um, world-changing school. And uh, he would he would get up in the morning, and it would be like a bomb went off. You know, he prayed violent, aggressive prayers. And the story goes of a, a woman who worked at the hotel, and uh, uh, she heard him later, and she said, oh, she told Frida Lindsay, did, was he in such and such a hotel in Shreveport, Louisiana, on such and such a day? And uh, Frida thought, she said, well, yes. And she said, well, I knew he was because <laughs> I have never heard anybody pray like that, and I will never forget the sound of that voice. Well, I'm telling you, 
the devil will never forget the sound of right either. Right. Uh, you know what? Um, this this line to me just kind of summed that up. It, you said that, that he said, Gordon Lindsay said, every believer should pray at least one violent prayer every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just to remind the enemy, you know, that God is on the throne and he is real. Yeah. So I, it's good to just say back off, you know, to, to the enemy. Back off. You're not going to harass my children. You're not going to harass my family, my finances. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than just moan, well, what's wrong? You know, why aren't things changing? We need to learn to pray the prayers that will change everything. Yes. Fierce. Fierce is a good word that you use. Fierce. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You, um, you told a story, Cindy, uh, when we were talking before about when um, there was a Nazi invasion into Great Britain and something happened in this supernatural that that bought them a victory in the natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, well, during World War II, they had the great, what they call the silent moment of prayer. And big men would strike, um, I believe it was 9 o'clock. And, uh, you know, and everyone was to stop and pray. And it was very interesting because it is is noted in the a correlation that when Hitler tried to invade with his uh, fleet, of tr- a fleet of airplanes, mm-hmm. that as, uh, as they caught some of the people who had been shot down, they said, like, where did you get all the airplanes that you put up in the sky against us? Well, they only had a few decrepit planes. Yeah. You know? But yet, we don't know how, but somehow to that, you know, great fierce, you know, fleet of airplanes, you know, military planes. Sure. They saw airplanes. They saw, I we don't know if it was an angel army up there. Or it, it must have been because... You know, they were defeated against, you know, it, the odds were impossible that, that, that the Nazis would lose in mm-hmm. Britain. But it's correlated to that great prayer, that silent moment of prayer, they would call it. You know, I think a lot of it wasn't silent because Reese Howe was there crying, <laughs> you know, for the nation. Right, right. And, and it's almost like a secret weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. It's the greatest weapon on the face of the earth. You know, I think it was Walter Pink that said the famous statement, history belongs to the intercessors. And, you know. If, oh, that's good. Yeah. If you're praying and you're not seeing the change, we'll add fasting or add more people praying and fasting. And eventually that thing will turn. Yes. You know, another word that, that you teach and that you use is enforcers, um, using the intercessors to enforce God's will in the earth realm. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the You know, one of the chapters I entitled Enforcers, because we see the Word of God has given us authority. Ephesians, the great book of the church, talks that we've have authority over principalities and powers, over all the forces of the enemy in the invisible realm. And so we have that authority, but we need to take it and enforce God's will on the earth. You know, many people are quoting, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, in heaven, 
Satan doesn't have rule and reign, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have victory. And so there's a statement saying, now look, I, you know, I, I fought this battle at the cross, you know, the greatest warrior all, of all time, fought the battle at the cross. He went down into hell, defeated Satan, took the keys of death, hell, and the grave away. He rose again, and he gave us those keys. He tossed us those keys and said, now make it happen. Enforce it. Yes. That way. Keep my earth, you know, under my will. And so, you know, if we're not seeing the will of God being done, well, there isn't the militant intercession that needs to happen to see it happen. Mm-hmm. And the, the great thing about your book is... Uh, wow, it's it's practical, it's easy to understand, it just hits right on point, and it teaches us step by step what that means and how to accomplish that. What do we do? What do we say? So I love that, Cindy. And you know what? Before we go to break, I, I want you to tell us one other thing. You know, we talked about the the Nazi planes and Great Britain and everything, and that was a long time ago. But it, let's use a... A more contemporary example here, you in, in, in the hometown where you used to live, there was um, something that was trying to pass to bring bars into the town, and and you guys got together. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, we, at that time here in Texas, I know it's hard to believe, but um, that, uh, you know, we were what we called a dry county. Mm-hmm. have any bars, you know, or anything like that. So they were going to put up, a, um, you know, change the law. So we went to pray, and we really prayed hard. And, you know, as a result, our, our small town stayed free of bars and the elements that that would, you know, bring into the city. And I think, you know, where I, I know another case where— uh, um, uh, in in Argentina, some youth were hearing that that this certain band was coming in that was very mm-hmm. cultic and brought a lot of cultic symbols with it, and they they stood on the city boundary and they took up their enforcing tools, binding and loosing, and they said, "You are not coming into our city. We declare you illegal to come across these borders." Well, the band members got very sick; they began to throw up. And they had to cancel the, con- the that concert. So instead of complaining about things, pray about things. So you you were being, and these folks were being enforcers, like you just talked about, enforcers of God's will in the earth. Yeah, we could give the example that there's a lot of laws put in place by every nation, but those laws have to be enforced because it's not in the nature of man. You know, because of the sin nature to obey the law. You know, many many of us, you know, people who, especially those, you know, perhaps who don't know Christ or, you know, haven't had good character taught to them. Yes. They're not going to want to obey the law. So so police have to enforce the law. And, uh, in fact, their motto is to serve and protect. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to serve and protect also. And we do it in the invisible realm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to take a short break, but Sid and I want to encourage all of you that are listening to get this life-changing resource today. It's Cindy Jacobs' brand new edition of Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and she's prepared an exclusive three-CD teaching series that we're calling Possessing the Gates Militant Intercession. You'll also get a free bonus CD called Possessing the Gates of Your Future. Well, few people could write a book that's both a beginner's guide and a leader's manual, but Cindy has done just that in possessing the gates of the enemy. So get ready to look at intercession in a brand new way. It's exciting. It's powerful. Well, when you talk to God, do you hope that he hears you? Do you wonder if he will answer you? Well, Cindy says that when we talk to God, we should expect answers. I love that word, expect. We're going to talk with her more about that when we come back. Call now and get Cindy Jacobs' groundbreaking intercessory handbook, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession. Plus, receive Cindy's bonus CD, Possessing the Gates of Your Future. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9550. Cindy Jacobs' groundbreaking, fully revised and updated book, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, is a training manual for militant intercession that truly breaks through the barriers that have been keeping you from accessing the very throne room of heaven. Through her book, you will understand what it means to be an intercessor. Learn the difference that the prayer of agreement can make in your everyday life. Discover how to break the yoke of oppression. Understand how to avoid the pitfalls when waging spiritual warfare. Learn five keys to obtain victory against the attacks of the enemy. Discover how your prayers and intercession can prevent natural disasters and even revitalize your nation's economy. Learn how to work with the angelic realm and dismantle principalities and powers. Through Cindy's anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession, you will understand the language and code of intercession, gain insight from Cindy's own personal experiences and testimony, understand the secret to binding and loosing, learn how the power of militant intercession can change your life and the lives of those around you. Whether you're a beginner or an expert intercessor, this series will empower you to pray effectively and possess the gates of the enemy. You will also receive Cindy's bonus CD, Possessing the Gates of Your Future. Cindy shares that God is doing a new thing. This is a special time with promises, a season of suddenlies and acceleration. Cindy offers a powerful prayer for you to possess the gates of your future. Don't miss out on getting Cindy Jacobs' groundbreaking intercessory handbook, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession. Plus, receive Cindy's bonus CD, Possessing the Gates of Your Future. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9550. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9550 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Well, when we started to break, I asked a couple of questions. When you talk to God, do, do you hope that He hears you? Do you maybe wonder if He will answer you? And Cindy says, yes, 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 He will hear you, He will answer you, and we are to expect answers. Is that right, Cindy? That's right. Why pray if you don't expect answers? You know, we're not praying just in the hope that we'll expect answers. We're we're 
praying in the expectation that we will receive answers. Um, you know, I have asked myself the question that I'm sure many of you listeners have asked. For instance, I have prayed about this thing a long time, and it's not happening. Well, you know, the, think about Daniel in the Bible. You know, in the book of Daniel, he prayed, mm-hmm. fasting. I mean, evidently it was pretty intense prayer, uh, and and he still wasn't getting the answer. Well, the nugget that we can pull from this is that an angel showed up and said to him, Oh man, greatly beloved of God, from the first day that you prayed, the answer was sent. And then he goes on and says, But the prince of Persia intercepted him, hmm. and there was a great battle. So, you know, you think about that. This is this is the destiny of a nation we're talking about here. This is the need of a people. And many times as we pray, I think somehow we lose sight of the the real world is not the real meaning the eternal world, you know, or the world that that is uh, supernatural, the supernatural part of the world. I, I mean, not that we're not real. I don't mean that. But, you know, it's like when you pray and that prayer goes up to God, not only is God listening, but Satan wants to marshal his troops mm. against the answer to that prayer. Yes. What is he? The nature and character of Satan is he's a thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So his job is to destroy you. And God's angels are there to protect you, keep you safe, and see that the an- that your prayers are answered. Yes. So essentially, we could say when we pray, there's an activity of the angelic host that starts to happen. Yes, yes. And the two things that I that I took away from that immediately um, when I was studying this was that the prayers were heard from the first day. Wow, the first day my prayers were heard. And the second thing is just because they weren't answered the first day, he didn't give up. How? Oh, my goodness. I have to say to myself, how many times have I done that? Yeah. So I, I think the thing is, listeners, some of you that you have prayed these prayers and you're not seeing the answer yet, don't get tired of praying. You know, just keep going, uh, whether, you know, whether you hear the answer or not. You know, I think particularly for lost loved ones, you know, that don't know the Lord, keep praying. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a wonderful story that I have heard uh, that about George, I think it was George Mueller who prayed, a famous man who had orphanages in England, such a man of faith. He had prayed for a friend's salvation. It was actually when they were burying George uh, Mueller that the guy got saved. So, you know, uh, we we want to keep on and we don't want to stop. Sometimes I believe that there is a great, great battle over particular people because of their destiny and what they can do and their abilities to change nations. So you're going to have a fight, you know, fight for those prodigals because, you know, maybe your son or daughter had a prophecy and the prophecy that, you know, it's like, well, what about all those prophecies you'd say to God because they're running, doing crazy things? Well, Satan hears those prophecies 
And he doesn't want them to come to pass. He doesn't want them to reach their destiny. He's trying to destroy them. So there's a greater battle. Yes, yes. And I would just say to those listening, um, uh, what we've been talking about, if if you have prayed and you still don't see an answer, then get up out of that chair and walk the floor and do like Gordon Lindsay said, you get your violent prayer on, get fierce. And I think you called it, Cindy, you called it a get out of my face prayer. Was it <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of a prayer and become what you teach, Cindy, an enforcer, enforcing God's will in the earth and just get Get powerful and excited about it. Um, I just have always looked at intercession as so quiet, you know, just so reverent and quiet. And this has just, this just has ignited something completely new in me as far as <laughs> us being able to intercede and pray and change the world. It's just, it's, it's very exciting. <laughs> I think that that. The forces of evil must be trembling right now. <laughs> Just hear that out of your mouth. And listen, those you're listening and you're realizing, okay, maybe I never prayed a militant prayer. Maybe I never was aggressive in my praying. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's, it's very important. Something will change in your life when you will do this. You know what? And I love what you just said. Something will change in your life. It will not only change, I think, what you're praying about, but it will change the person that's doing the praying. I mean, I already see a difference just in a mindset um, of learning this teaching and learning this message. I can already tell a difference in my own life just by this revelation because I've just never looked at it like this before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that's. So great. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and uh, you know, God, the Bible is full of very militant language, you know, about God's army mm-hmm. and angels being the God of the angel army, mm-hmm. the commander of the Lord of hosts. You know, there's a lot of this military uh, verbiage. And so I don't know how somehow we miss that, but it's important to learn to be a militant intercession. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that we're not praying from a, a, a stance of weakness, but we're praying from a stance of power and authority. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly so. That's exactly right. In fact, you know, it's very interesting. While um, we were talking, I kept hearing a name, uh, uh, Sally, Sally, and uh, that there is a Sally. Someone's listening, and and you have you have a child, and. She's far away from God. Her name is Sally, but the Lord is going to bring her back, and he just wants to encourage you, you know, as you're listening in this. Um, uh, You know, and this really works, Don. I remember one time I was ministering at Kensington Temple in London, and I had a word that there's someone, you have a daughter named Sarah, and Sarah is far away from the Lord, has broken communication with you. Well, it was actually the lady that was traveling with me. I didn't know her daughter's name, middle name, uh, or, or the name that she really went by, uh, was given with Sarah. Yes. She had been, because she was called her middle name, not her first name. Sorry to clarify that. And uh, But true enough, as she continued to pray after some months, the daughter called, wanted to be reconciled with the family, and uh, now they're just friends again, you know. Yes. So I just don't give up. 
if you're listening, don't give up. If there's a breach in a relationship, don't give up. I just want to exhort and encourage you that your prayers will avail much. Yes, yes, yes. And speaking of relationships, parents, children, you know, other relationships, you have taught your children from a very young age um, about the supernatural lifestyle, about listening for God, paying attention to those things that you feel. And uh, in talking about intercession, even your young son had a major point in his life where God was dealing with him to intercede for something very specific, and he didn't even understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our son Daniel... I was, oh, around six years old, and and it was a summer day. I'll never forget it. And he came in from playing. He said, Mama, I don't feel good. Now, I put my radar up, you know, to know is, like, is this is this something God is asking him to do? And it, that's how he described it. His tummy was bothering him, he said. Or was it, you know, uh, a sickness? And so I began to ask him questions. I said, Daniel, um... Maybe God is wanting you to intercede for something. And he said, yes. He said, Mama, could the president be killed? This was actually uh, way back under another uh, another president. And I said, well, yes. You know, son, that's called assassination. And he said, oh, that's it, Mom. That's why I don't feel good. And so that's how he described as a small child, you know, that 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 burden he was feeling. So we prayed, and he prayed, and we prayed that the president would be protected, and we bound Satan, mm-hmm. causing him, you know, to be assassinated. And uh, and true enough, you know, uh, uh, there we found out the next week there had been threats against the president, and they were averted from some people we knew, you know, in the in the Secret Service area. So, and you know, encourage your children to pray. Be sensitive to when they talk to you. Don't just pass it by. And so anyway, as soon as Daniel prayed, I said, how do you feel now? He said, great, ran out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am sure we are igniting some folks that are listening um, to really want to, to begin, you know, where do I start? How do I become an intercessor? Yes. Well, how do you become an intercessor? Number one, sign up. Just say, Lord, I want to do that. And then ask for, you know, like if you're in the military, well, what is your assignment? You know, uh, there are many things we can pray. Uh, crisis intercession, something's happening in the legislature or, or, or there's some terrorist attack. But the thing is, God wants us to be the intercessors that pray to stop these attacks. Yes. Stop, just like Daniel prayed, and to protect the president. And so the Holy Spirit will begin to give you assignments. Now, some people, especially their call will be to pray for Israel, you know, and they'll be, you know, that's really it. Or maybe their pastor or maybe their pastor's children, you know. And, uh, you know, of course, we're all to pray for the government. The sure. The commands us to pray for governmental leaders, you know. But I, I think be sensitive and listen to that. And then daily take that on, you know, and ask the Holy Spirit, well, what is Satan planning? And, you know, it's really prophetic, you know, intercession, listening to mm-hmm. the voice of God, you know, rather than just sitting down and praying your rote list. Now, I, I do pray. There's certain things I pray every single day, you know, come rain or shine. I pray these things every day. But I'm always aware 
that God might want to break in and give me some SOS thing or give me a dream. Mm -hmm. Maybe some of you listening are dreamers and you wake up and you have a dream. Um, You know, uh, my husband's a dreamer. He'll have a dream about some disaster going to happen and we'll pray and God will avert it. You know, so the Holy Spirit, trust the Holy Spirit to talk to you and uh, he'll, he'll give you assignments. Yes, and and Cindy, you really believe in exercising our authority in the spirit when it comes to this type of thing, right? You, I, I, I remember listening to your CDs. You, you ask a question: Is your name known in hell? Does the enemy know who you are? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that's that's a big question. Yes, that's right. I remember uh, when I was just getting into deliverance, which you know you have to use authority to cast out demons, and that's part of the Great Commission. Don't forget that we're to cast out demons. And uh, so anyway, and uh, so I was in a deliverance session, and I just started laughing and laughing. And this this demon manifested, and, you know, the hands of the person that was demonized went over the ears and just said, oh, that laugh, I hate that laugh. You've caused destruction all over the world to uh, uh, Satan's kingdom. You know, he's the lord of that demon. And, uh, you know, then, of course, I start, start laughing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that, but even your laugh can have authority. Remember Psalm 2, Jesus laughs in derision mm-hmm. over his enemies. Mm-hmm. So authority is important, and um, and here again, I just would like to encourage everyone, uh, learning these things about your authority, about your identity, uh, just empowers you to actually grab hold of this and become an enforcer, become an intercessor. Um, Cindy, talk to us about binding and loosing. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, yeah. the Bible says whatever you bind you know, on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose most shall be loosed in heaven. Well, these were actually legal court terminologies mm-hmm. in the time of Christ. That, you know, if you went to the court and uh, uh, they would say, this is either bound, uh, uh, Dale, or or illegal. The word that the word used there would be the same phrase if you went before they courted the time, you know, at that day, and they would say, this is illegal, they would say, so it's bound. It's forbidden in Israel, mm-hmm. or it's loosed, or luo, or it's allowed. This is permitted. So what we do when we understand it, we take authority, and we, and we, and with faith, we take authority. Satan, we bind you. You cannot do this. What it's saying is, I have the full impact of the word of God behind me. This is convening the court of heaven. This mm-hmm. is saying, Satan, you are forbidden to do this. Or we would say, this thing is lawful. Yes, it, it, it should be. In other words, you pray and say, Father God, loose this into the earth. We loose this in the name of Jesus. In other words, and it's very important There's that, that people don't understand. A lot of times we want to in a way, declare detente to, to the enemy by saying, well, Jesus, why don't you stop this? Well, he said, whatever you bind in my name, not whatever I bind for you. I love that That's point. Very important to understand. Yes. Yes, I love that point uh, because uh, I, I've thought the exact same thing. We, we go and we ask 
you know, God or Jesus to bind things when he said, as you point out, whatever you bind. Oh, that's great. Um, Cindy, you were praying with Joy Dawson one time, just a great, great prayer warrior general in the faith uh, about something very serious. And uh, you and Joy and others did exactly what you're talking about now, binding and loosening. Tell us that story. Yes, that was about uh, Bruce Olson, who was dealing with Mottolino Indians, and uh, they had captured him, and they were going to put him to death. And we received the word, and Joy Johnson began to lead a prayer. We were interceding in the Philippines. It was 19... 19- 89. Mm-hmm. And this, this better missionary was in imminent danger of death. And so we began to pray, began to praise the Lord that he, for his power, his goodness. And then we cleansed, cleansed our heart. Was there anything that we had that might stop our prayers from being heard, any blockages? And then we began to bind Satan and bind that tribal people from holding Bruce for keeping him in captivity or killing him, and he was set free. That is a powerful story, and and I love the teaching about binding and loosening. Talk to me a little bit um, before we go to break about the prayer of agreement. You know, I'd love to talk about the prayer of agreement because the Bible says if two of us agree on anything, it shall be done by our Father in heaven. You know, this is kind of pulls on the principles. If one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand to flight. And so, when you pray with someone, you pray the prayer of agreement. Exponentially, the authority that is loosed causes you know the answer to come. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and so it's like in fact, you know, the, the it's like a symphony. It can be likened to a symphony. That when we agree, the word there literally means like, like symphonic. So we're essentially symphonizing together the will of God into the earth, and it's a, it's powerful. Yes, it's one of the most powerful weapons of prayer we have. But what about those people that might be listening that are saying, "What does my prayer matter? I'm just one person." That's a good question, Donna. Because, uh, you know, what, remember the Bible talks about the bowls of heaven, you know, and that when we pray, it, it was like filling those bowls of heaven with prayer. And what happens, the more we pray, you know, the heavier those bowls get. Yes. So what happens is, eventually, you you might be the last one to pray. You might not be filling the bowl, just filling the bowl at this point. You are literally causing the weight of that one prayer from your lips to God to tip that bowl and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Very, very important. It'll cause, it causes the overflow. Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but let me tell you one more time uh, about this powerful resource from Cindy Jacobs. It's her brand new edition of Possessing the Gates of the Enemy and exclusive three CD teaching series that she's prepared for our It's Supernatural and Messianic Vision audience called Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession. And you'll also get a free bonus CD called Possessing the Gates of Your Future. Cindy will help you 
understand how to recover what is your inheritance and how to possess the gates of your future. Speaking of which, Cindy got a specific word from God that this is the season for you to possess the gates of your future. Now, you might be asking, what does that even mean? Well, I want you to stay with us because we're going to find out in just a moment. Did you know that there are principalities and powers that are bent on interfering with your receiving all of God's blessings and promises for your life? Cindy Jacobs wants to mentor you on how to take an offensive stance against Satan and the demonic realm. She has helped tens of thousands worldwide to stand up against the enemy and declare, No, Satan, you cannot have my family, my finances, my health. You cannot stop me from fulfilling my God-given purpose and destiny. Even if you don't really know much about intercession, it's going to change everything. It's a Game Call now and get Cindy Jacobs' groundbreaking intercessory handbook, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession. Plus, receive Cindy's bonus CD, Possessing the Gates of Your Future. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9550. Cindy Jacobs' groundbreaking, fully revised and updated book, Possessing the Gates of the enemy is a training manual for militant intercession that truly breaks through the barriers that have been keeping you from accessing the very throne room of heaven. Through her book, you will understand what it means to be an intercessor. Learn the difference that the prayer of agreement can make in your everyday life. Discover how to break the yoke of oppression. Understand how to avoid the pitfalls when waging spiritual warfare. Learn five keys to obtain victory against the attacks of the enemy. Discover how your prayers and intercession can prevent natural disasters and even revitalize your nation's economy. Learn how to work with the angelic realm and dismantle principalities and powers. Understand how your dreams can be communication from God on what your intercession should be focused on. Through Cindy's anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession, you will understand the language and code of intercession. Gain insight from Cindy's own personal experiences and testimony. Understand the secret to binding and loosing. Learn how the power of militant intercession can change your life and the lives of those around you. Whether you're a beginner or an expert intercessor, this series will empower you to pray effectively and possess the gates of the enemy. You will also receive Cindy's bonus CD, Possessing the Gates of Your Future. In this bonus audio CD, Cindy shares that God is doing a new thing. This is a special time with promises, a season of suddenlies and acceleration. Cindy offers a powerful prayer for you to possess the gates of your future. You know, is there a lot of sickness in your family or things just continually barraging you? You need to learn some of the principles I've written in possessing so that you can be an overcomer. Maybe you're having problems in your marriage or relationships. You can intercede in such a powerful way that you can live an abundant life. Don't miss out on getting Cindy Jacobs' groundbreaking intercessory handbook, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession. Plus, receive Cindy's bonus CD, Possessing the Gates of Your Future. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9550. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9550 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. 
Well, welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with Cindy Jacobs. And you know, I said at the beginning of this show that this was exciting. And here's one of the most exciting parts that you teach, um, Cindy, that this is a special time with special promises. And it's time for us to learn to take back what's ours. Will you tell us about the recent prophecy that you had that you called Possessing the Gates of Your Future? Yes. Well, Genesis twenty two seventeen is, you know, talks about blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you, uh, and your descendants as the stars of the heavens. And it goes on, it says, and your seed will possess the gates of the enemy. Well, you know, the the enemy wants to steal from us. He wants to rob from us. He And so... You know, many people just end up whining and they say, God, you don't love me. All this bad stuff is happening to me. Why is this bad stuff happening? Well, God isn't bringing that bad stuff. We know that it is the enemy that is coming to destroy us. Mm -hmm. So, God, for every one of you listeners, there's a future. There's something you have, something extraordinary, whether you're six or you're 86. You know, there's, there's, something important for you to do. You're not too aged that God wouldn't want have a special role for you, especially in intercession. And so uh, this is a year the Lord has just been telling us that there are many gates going to open. You know, and that's a, in typology, a gate represents an opportunity, a promotion, something that will will come along your way that will change everything, maybe change your your neighborhood, your family, uh, you know, uh, your family getting saved or uh, your finances turning around or changing your world all around you. And so what happens is you may get near that financial breakthrough. You know, you have uh, invented something or you have, you know, an idea or something or something that needs to happen. You need to go to school. You want your child to go to school or all these various certain things. And you start getting pushback. You start feeling like, wow, things aren't going well. Maybe maybe the application to school isn't received right. Or maybe you're trying to uh, work on your um, uh, green card or something like that. And it could be that it seems like the forms get messed up or you don't have what you need. Whatever that is, if Satan is trying to possess your future. Satan is trying to say, you're not going to have a good future. You know, some of you listeners may feel like that. Well, you know, I feel like I'm defeated everywhere I turn. Well, don't take that lying down. Mm -mm. Understand that you have been given the authority through the name of Jesus to change those circumstances. You want to possess your gates. And so the Lord is going to reveal more about your future, more about opportunities. More opportunities will come your way, and you should expect them to come. Yes. But know that it's a battle, you know, and and understand that you need knowledge. I mean, that's why I wrote Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, the book, a training manual for militant intercession, because we have to learn how to do battle. You know, um, Donna, would... Would we send somebody to fight a war without putting them through boot camp? No. You know, so it's the same in the spirit. We've got to learn. We've got to go to spiritual boot camp and learn how to possess the gates of our future. 
Yes. And the fact that that I, I think this is a word for now. You you had even said, you know, there may have been opportunities that just maybe weren't weren't you weren't able to um to go through the gates yet. You weren't able to to actually take hold of that opportunity, but now we need to stand up and grab these things and grab hold of this truth that God has said to you. This is a special time. These are special promises. And maybe now is the right time uh, for these opportunities. You know, when, you know, I'm a prophet and we need to not only give the word, but we need to walk in the word that mm-hmm. gives through us. Mm-hmm. Well, there were there was very interesting uh, two opportunities, two things that happen, and because we believe this word, we receive the word, we expected the word. Now you understand what I said? Mm-hmm. Believe the word that that new gates and opportunity blessings were going to open up for us. Blessing, I will bless you. And then we, you know, we began to look for the fulfillment of that word. We added faith to it. You see? Yes. And then we we saw the fulfillment of it. Um, uh, let me give you a, 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 a little example. In fact, I, some, some of the things I can't even share over the air that have been so tremendous gates that for 20 years I knew needed to open for the ministry and just just literally flinging open. But just when uh, my uh, husband, Mike, as a, a young guy, always wanted this certain kind of motor scooter, <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, he just loved it. Yeah, it it you know it's powerful, goes seventy five miles an hour. It's not just a little child's toy, but anyway, and you know, just said nah, nah, you know, and I and uh, you know, he's going to turn seventy. So I said, well, you know, why don't we look into something for that for your birthday? And no, 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 he didn't know. But but you see, the thing is. When we turned around and began to believe we should do this, God started talking back. So Mike was at a, going into a department store, and a guy pulled up on exactly that same kind of motor scooter that he liked. I think it's a Silverwing or something like that. Anyway, and uh, uh, Mike stopped and talked to him, and he said, oh, well, you know, where did you get it? And he said, there's this incredible sale on this kind of, of uh uh, scooter, bike, you know, going on, told him where it was. It was extraordinary sale on brand new bikes. I mean, for the price, some he looked used. And he called and they, you know, had exactly what he wanted. So what was it? Because we expected blessings. Mm-hmm. That that iteration, double iteration, blessing, I'll bless you, meaning you're going to have the double. Come on, listeners. You're going to have the double. God wants to bless you. You know, some of you have the mentality that he, that almost that God doesn't even like you. Oh, he loves you. <laughs> I mean, he wants to, you know, fulfill all kinds of things for you. So anyway, so Mike, without having to go shopping, got the best price on that motorcycle. And it was a suddenly moment. That's part of the word for this year, too. The gates are going to open suddenly, things that you've thought about for a long time, even the desires of your heart. You know, God just loves you. And so it's tremendous. So, so listener, just expect it. Expect that gates are going to open for you, you know, for whatever you need or whatever. You know, this is something that the Bible says he gives us desires of our heart. Yes, yes. 
Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I, there is absolutely no way we can cover all the material that you talk about in your book and this teaching series, but I just want to, to say there's a couple little points that you say, this is how you do it. This is how you possess the gates of your future. And one of them, Cindy, is be prepared. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, say say that you've had prophecies uh, that you're going to have wealth, all right, you know, or something like that. Well, do you know how to do wealth management? I mean, if you had that wealth, would it be just gone from you? Mm. In other words, there is something you can do to cooperate with that. Um, and then at, then if you get that worth and you don't just sit there and wait for a million dollars to fall on your head from the sky, you begin to ask the Lord, what is the strategy for that? Yes. God will tell you. You know, so you, you know, you, use your brain. <laughs> yes. 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 Sometimes we just need people to tell us that, Cindy. I need that sometimes. And another point, and it sounds so simple, but like I said, we can't go into it in this small amount of time, but it sounds so simple. But just quickly, what does it mean, another point, surrender everything to God if you want to possess the gates of your future? Right. Well, you know, there are biblical principles um, that we need to follow, and maybe we decided what the path of God was for our life. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we have made these decisions and it doesn't hurt to go back and just say, okay, am I going the right way, God? You know, is there something you want me to do I'm not doing? Uh, is there any unforgiveness? You know, uh, is there anything that would stop my blessing from coming? Because the Bible's very clear about that. And, you know, I talked about some of those in the in the teaching. And again, I can't even go in everything included in these teachings today. But, um, you know, it's very important to learn to totally surrender. Yes. What kind of gates are we talking about that that Satan may have closed here? Cindy, what what do people do is what are the gates? What give us give us a couple of examples? Yes. Well, you know, maybe you always dreamed of. I don't know, you know, uh, this, you know, being a hairdresser, being a makeup artist, or, you know, being an engineer or whatever, maybe build a certain kind of house or whatever, but you just gave up on your dream. Well, God doesn't give up on your dream. And so, you know, go back and think through some of those those uh, things you prayed and it just didn't seem like it happened, or maybe God called you to go to Bible school, or maybe God called you to go to college, or, you know, you applied for a certain college, and you didn't get it. Let me give an example. Um, I was uh, I was in California, Torrance, California, speaking at a church, and I turned to the guy uh, leading worship. Actually, at the time, he was leading from a piano, a beautiful grand piano. And I turned to him. I didn't know anything about him. I said, the Lord says you're to go to Oral Roberts University, and you will be a composer, and God will give you songs, and God will give you music, and you will compose it. And and, uh, uh, so I found out that his parents had already tried to get him into ORU. They didn't have the money. There was no scholarship. His grades were poor. Even if he went, he'd have to go on probation They tried to see lending institutes. Uh, He'd applied and been rejected. But at the word of the Lord, 
they prayed for God to provide the money. Uh, and um, so he was accepted on a probationary basis. He had never written any music. He had, was not a composer. But he, when he was in his junior year, by the time he was in his junior year, he did a full recital of compositions, classical compositions. They said he was one of the finest composers who had ever passed through Oral Roberts University. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I let me just say this. I would love for you to speak to our listeners and just tell them, if you've had gates that... Uh, have that you feel like are closed, uh, family gates, relationship, finances, business. What what do they do, Cindy? Well, first of all, I want to. I got the word while you were talking, Donna. The word was restitution. That there have been some gates that Satan has closed. So go back and think of those things that you know seems like you lost, and ask the Lord, Lord, I need that gate back. I want that the funds back. I want the money back. I want the promotion I should have had. Whatever those things that literally Satan shut down and go back and say, now this is the year to possess those gates. Yes. Put your faith towards it and stand and believe that God will open these gates. You've been given keys. You've been given authority. You can bind and forbid Satan. Yes. Stopping your gates from opening. And many people, listen listen, listen to me, uh, those that are, uh, you know, hearing these words, God is calling you to rise up and possess your gates. You have authority. You have the name of Jesus. You have every right to do this. This is going to change your life. This is a life-changing message for you. Yes, yes, I totally agree with that. And I think we have to remember here, we're talking about intercession. We're talking about warfare. We're talking about a battle. And when there's a battle, somebody's going to win. And you made this statement, don't let Satan win. Don't let him win. You say, no, right. you will not win. That's right. And, you know, uh, you know, if you have to uh, stand at the gates of hell and decree you know, that you are not going to win in my life. You're not going to have my children. You're not going to have my future. You're not going to have my money, my finances. And God can turn anything around. God can do it. And I feel like that's a message for you listeners. In fact, the Lord told me there was someone with the name of, last name of Rivera, um, that God wants to turn around your future. And you've been listening and even feeling it could be you. I also get the, the name Yolanda, that there's someone, I'm getting these Latina names, but Yolanda, God is going to turn your situation around. And so, you know, I just want to say to you, don't declare detente, detente to Satan. Rise up and pray in militant prayer today. Yes. Yes. Cindy, we're going to have to go in a couple of minutes, but I'd like to talk about one more word before we leave. And that is the word glory that you said is significant in this time. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, when we were meeting with the Apostolic Council Prophetic Elders, a group, uh, about 30 prophets that meet together to seek the Lord for a word, um, many of them came saying God was releasing glory into the earth, that that would be something he was going to, God was going to glorify himself. 
uh, we know the word glory comes from when the word kabod, which means weighty. Yes. And God is supernaturally going to do miracles. Where and and when you when miracles come, it's when the glory of God comes. I've seen the glory cloud manifest, and when it just filled the whole building in Colombia where we were, uh, then spontaneous miracles just started to break out. These kind of things. Yes. Let me ask you this question: What does it mean? We are to live from the glory down, not from the problems that we have up. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, can you imagine how much glory there is in heaven? I mean, you know, every time you take a breath, you're filled with a glorious presence, free from any sin, impurities, anything like that. So realize when you pray, you are to pray from the top down, not the bottom up. Not yes. Not the situation, but looking at the power of God. And his glory will be released into that situation. Yes. Well, that makes perfect sense. Um, and speaking of praying, before we leave, I would love for you to pray for our listeners. Um, just bless them. I know they've been blessed by this by this word. And uh, just pray that God would anoint and activate uh, this teaching in their life. Uh, would you do that for us before we leave today, Cindy? Yes, absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we do activate this word. Father, I pray for faith, faith for miracles. I just say be healed in the name of Jesus. The glory of God right now is being released over this broadcast. Right now, God's power is manifesting. And so, Father, I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. I thank you for a new measure of faith to pray militant prayers to get the gates of the enemy and defeat Satan. Yes, yes. Well, what a wonderful time we've had talking with our guest, Cindy Jacobs. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this exclusive, powerful package, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, for yourself, for your home, for your family, for your church. Sid? Practical, personal, biblical, and motivational. Few people can author a book that is both a beginner's guide and a leader's manual. Cindy Jacobs has done just that. Get ready to view intercession in a brand new way. It's so exciting, it's powerful. In her brand new edition of Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, Cindy Jacobs teaches you how to take back what's yours. You can get Cindy's book, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and her exclusive three CD teaching series, Possessing the Gates, Militant Intercession, and also a free bonus teaching, Possessing the Gates of Your Future, all for an investment of only 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's sidroth.org. Be sure to ask for offer number 9550. Once again, that's offer number 9550. 